0: Uh, Today I'm talking to Lauren Redding. Um, We are at the Den Festival at the Lee Spinner's Mill in Lancashire. Um, Lauren is a writer and performer of um, Bloody L, which has just uh, recently uh, been performed at the Royal Exchange Theatre. And tonight she's going to do um, a version of Bloody L at um, the uh, Den Festival in Lee. Hello, Lauren. How are you?
1: I'm very well. How are you?
0: I'm I'm very well. (laughs) Well, I've got to say, I saw your show at the... Royal Exchange, and I thought it was amazing. Uh, okay. I've got to say, at least two songs made my ears on my arms um, stand up. Only two? Yeah, only two. <laughs> I'm <joking. laughs> Can you um, give the podcast audience a little bit of insight about Bloody L mm. at the Royal Exchange Theatre, and then possibly what's different about your version tonight?
1: Super, yeah. So um, Bloody L, a gig musical, kind of originated from uh, my need and want to uh, hear more... Female led queer narratives. I am a gay woman myself, and I've often felt there's like a quite big gap, or at least what I've the kind of story I've wanted to see. So I thought it's not anywhere, so I might just write it, and then Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I I, I put pen to paper kind of beginning of 2020, but um, I feel like I've been writing it most of my life in a way because some of the songs in the show I wrote when I was like in my teens, so it's uh, like a collaboration of. Uh, my work through the years I am um, I wanted to write something that I cared about and something that I thought was important, but also something that was funny and mm. um, relatable and full of truth and heart, and had loads of music in it because I started off as a singer-songwriter and an artist before I trained as an actor. Yeah. So I wanted to like mash the two worlds together, mm. which is why it's a gig musical because I think some people think musicals aren't for them, but they'll go to a gig, and for me, you know, it should be the same thing if you're seeing the right stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's how it started, and then uh, Briny at the Royal Exchange. Um, was interested in it and then we just got chatting and yeah, the next thing they asked me to reopen the theatre and <laughs> I was like, all right then. <laughs> so yeah, it was a bit mad. Um, but tonight's show is a gig version of the play. So um, yeah. we've only got the, we've w- it's about un- just under an hour long and it's basically the audience get to meet me and hear my kind of story behind why I wrote the show. I play all the songs really stripped back so it's all me creating the loops and creating it all um and uh, some of the songs I tell you a little story about why I wrote them or um you know where it all came from so it's it's like a bit of a backstage kind of insight into the show tonight so if you've seen the show before it's interesting to see Mm -hmm. but also if you've never seen the show it's just a a nice kind of little gig really Yeah. yeah
0: and where are you going with it after here, is, the, is, the, is it going to be formed uh, elsewhere?
1: That's the hope, yeah. I mean, as you well know, at the moment, theatres are struggling in the current situation with the pandemic and yeah. stuff, and our industry has been really heavily knocked. So, um, you know, people are nervous, but there's a lot of love and want for the show. So it's um, it's just, it's not a matter of if, it's when, really. Mm. Um, and I'd love to do it again. I'd love to do it again at The Exchange, but be able to sell it out because we were still selling it as a socially distanced audience and we got such a nice response but I'd love to do it packed out Mm. you know there at some point maybe next year but also I want to take it everywhere because I think it's a really I I genuinely think it's a very important subject matter and I know Mm. that it's it's directly helped people and and I think you know I want to Take that as far wide as I can. Yeah, and
0: spread it. Spread, spread it, it to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It, w- it was an amazing show, like I say. If anybody out there hasn't seen Bloody Hell and mm. they see it advertised anywhere, there, uh, anywhere, I would say go and see it because it is amazing. So I. How do you feel about the den? Is that more like you busking? Is is it that kind of feel <laughs> as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I mean, honestly, I've performed two men and a fart in a pub. Do you know what I mean? So, um, and I've done, you know, I've been lucky enough to work all over the world as uh, as an ar- artist, an actor, and a singer. So, yeah. for me, I would just kind of take it as it comes in the den. I mean, it's a fantastic pop-up theatre. Yeah. Um and you know I'm obsessed with mill buildings um, my dad's from Burnley so I grew up like kind of and I just get obsessed when I see these old buildings so when I heard it was here I was like oh, that's going well good mm-hmm. um, and it, it's amazing how you've got this theater just in the middle of Lee and yeah. it, and it's and the the quality of work that's going there as well like y- th- you know this is stuff that is proper yeah. and it's it, it wants to be here and that's that's yeah, really exciting it's the forefront in it really absolutely it's
0: an amazing structure yeah. um can i ask you what was you was you really nervous on your first night at the Royal Exchange, or was you <laughs> very well prepared and just like you know went with the flow? You know, and it what did you feel at the end when the, you know everybody obviously applauded? Because I was there on the first night.
1: Oh God! Well, the first night was a bit of a blur to be honest. Because <laughs> I mean, I hadn't obviously been on stage for. Over 16 months because of the pandemic and stuff. So yeah. that in itself was overwhelming. But then to do the show I'd written on, like, which is you know it's not autobiographical, but it is it's it's l- it's linked to my experiences and uh, yeah. it feels very close to me. So to do that in front of a very lovely audience, um, yeah. and then at the end everyone stood up. I <laughs> yeah. I've never b- I've never felt that feeling before, and I don't really think I can put it into words. But um, thankful and uh, proper pinch me stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, it magic, was magic.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I know that it's going to help a lot of people um, that maybe have been in your situation or, you know, maybe have come across any of those um, difficulties, really. Yeah. And questions as well, because yeah. that's uh, the main part of the show for me. I thought it was, it made me aware of um, the questions that you would, you you have to go through yourself um, to get to where you are now, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been absolutely amazing talking to you. Um, cool. Lauren Redding, writer and performer of Bloody L. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another Connecting Tales podcast in association with the Royal Exchange Theatre and the Lee Ambassadors. Once again we are at the Den Festival in Lee Spinner's Mill, Lancashire Um, and today I'm going to talk to Kieran Knowles regarding his play Some People Feel the Rain which is going to be performed later on. Um, Kieran can I ask you to introduce yourself?
2: You can. Hello I'm Kieran. I am uh, an actor and a playwright originally from Lee really. Um, i grew up in mosley common which isn't lee but uh, but I'll claim it is for now. Well, Poshley. Yes, Poshley. <laughs> um and then uh, yes but I went to went to school at St Mary's and holy I, I realized that I'd, all of my school life was on manchester road really between mosley common and lee so um so yeah I know the area pretty well but ov- I'd left to go to drama school and all that jazz got stuck down south but here we are but I've managed to come back to do this which is back again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you
0: give us um, a bit of a description about some people feel the rain?
2: Yeah, it's um so it's a play that I've developed over the last two years. Um, I, it started with a couple of conversations with the ambassadors where I came I came up here for that, and then I started to meet people from the area to just kind of have a a chat about what Lee was like. Because I think when when you leave a place, you don't want to come back in and then start writing about it as if you know all of the issues and all of the things that are going on here. And so I I kind of just embedded myself um with people for for b- a couple of weeks and I, I met um headmasters in in schools and uh people that ri- run community groups and went into some houses on glebe street and uh and other um streets in lee and i just kind of got to know the place again um and then yeah and, and so then I, I wrote a play and it it's about the, the rain um starting and not stopping and it's it's supposed to be a comment on um the policies that have, have sort of kept lee back for for too long, really, and so it's it's um, the idea was that uh, the the rain destroyed the institutions of the town um, in the same way that policy has over the years. Um, but there's still they can't destroy the spirit, and they can't destroy the people. And so the the play is a family drama about pulling together when when stuff's going really bad really um and then obviously covid happened so i wrote a play about disastrous times which which followed uh a the, b- the biggest disaster ever really <laughs> so it was um it's sort of a uh, yeah, it's, it's it's massively pertinent, but it never intended to be really. Mm. <laughs> yeah,
0: can you give us a little bit of of information about your relationship with the Royal Exchange? Uh, uh, like uh,
2: only only where it came from, really. I, I mean, this is the first thing I've ever done with the Royal Exchange. Um, before this, I have just worshipped the place from a distance. Really, I think when when I was a kid, the first thing I ever remember seeing was Julius Caesar at the Royal Exchange, and um, it was when my mum and dad just used to take me there, and I, I kind of fell in love with it. The, uh, probably the best thing I've ever seen as well was there, which was Othello um, a few years ago with Andy Circus and Paterson Joseph and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Rude Van Nistel were in the crowd, so I was like yeah. a proper fanboy that night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I d- so I've, I've had like, a, it, it for me, it is the only theatre in the mm. world that I've ever wanted to work at and, and I've got a chance to do that in my hometown, which is sort of mad, isn't it, really? But yeah, um, but yeah d- and so it's the whole thing has been an absolute thrill. Um, now I believe your parents live in the area as
0: well. Um, how important do you think it is for the theatre to get out in the communities like the Den uh, as shown as can is is capable of?
2: M- uh, massive, massive. I um I think there's a, there's always been an element of theatre that's uh, always tried to do outreach. The, the theatre and education goes into schools and, and tries to, to kind of catch people at an early age and teach them how great theatre is and culture is and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, and But this is like that on an extreme level where you actually take a theatre into a community that doesn't necessarily engage um, like other communities do and doesn't yeah. have the opportunity to. And to take a to take a theatre like the Royal Exchange, and, and it does, it looks like an absolute mock-up, really, just in a tent. Mm. Um, but to take that into a community Lee. And give them a chance to see s- some really brilliant stuff that's going to challenge what your preconception of theatre was. Yeah. yeah. Um, to do that, and then say, you know, just pay what you like. Don't worry about it. Like it's not. It's not about paying twenty quid. It's not this elite thing that you can't access. It's. Yeah. It's here for you, and it's here to kind of teach you that this the theatre could be like you. You could get something from it. Like I've got an entire career just from going to the Royal Exchange and. And it was because I kind of fell in love and got the bug with it. And if, if just one person gets that from this, then yeah, it's been a success. You know, I, been I been think that's the
0: main thing with the Ambassadors. The, the whole point is to obviously try and introduce people to theatre and all the aspects around theatre, like lighting and training, all the free opportunities that the Royal Exchange can give them, um, hopefully to introduce them and just, like you say, just see it once, see what you think. Yeah. You know, it's not as eyebrow maybe as what, Yeah. Some people think. Yeah.
2: And uh, do you know what? Like, I kind of feel like that's theatre's um, biggest problem. Uh, Like, I think that's what's been brilliant about this is going. Theatre has sort of built those walls in a way. Um, Because I I, I was reading this book about Boardville. It's like a massive working class occupation. And that a a lot of people would spend like three quarters of their salary on going to the theatre in London at uh, that point. But now it's become like more and more elite because it's sort of moved away from working class communities and communities and it started to d- sort of represent issues that maybe the working class communities aren't dealing with at that point and and so I think it's a real it's a real conversation that theatre needs to have with itself as well of going mm-hmm. you know w- what are the stories we're telling and how can we encourage people to kind of that it is about them and it is it is about what they feel mm-hmm. and what they what they want to see um mm-hmm. and I think this is this is sort of the first conversation in that sort of journey in a way and so opinion. I think I think the Royal Exchange will learn as much from this as as the ambassadors will about h- how to kind of engage with and encourage people from these communities to get involved in the theatre again because it really isn't it is like eye opening it is life changing it is this beautiful thing and, and if you can if you can engage people with it there's every chance that it will kind of do its job yeah yeah um, where is your play going to go next have you got any plans for it into a big box um, <laughs> no I don't know I'd love t- I'd love for it to do something else because I kind of feel like it's that has all the stuff that we've said before is like it is sort of bang on what's happening right now um in terms of how we deal with tragedy and how we deal with um events like this and so l- i hope that it kind of it has a life after this and i do think it, it sort of sits bang within the the community that i wrote it for in a way like i, th- I think that it it is about like everyday life and everyday relationships and the amount of people that have come up to me afterwards and gone like, "Oh, that's just like my mum," that, um, <laughs> which is exactly how I always want to write plays. Like, if everyone can think that they're just watching their mum and like shouting at them for an hour, that would be great for me. You know, it's worked. <laughs> it. <laughs> <Yeah>, you've really <laughs> engrossed them. you yeah. So I hope. I hope um, there's life for it, but I d- it's back into the sort of world of pitching it and, and hoping someone picks it up now. But um, but no, but it'd be it'd be exciting. Hmm.
0: Well, I hope uh, it goes on, and you know, you can perform it further down the line. You never know. The Royal Exchange in their little (laughs) beef theatre. No judge, no judge. (laughs) 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 Give a little hint. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, thanks, Kieran. Um, That's been amazing talking to you and uh, finding a a little bit more about your play. Some people feel the rain. Can't wait to see the performance. Uh, That is going to be happening this evening. I do um, entice any podcast viewer to look out for some people feel the rain or any future work by Kieran Knowles because he is an a, an amazing playwright poet <laughs> and know. you know <laughs> <laughs> all go all round um, entertainer really
2: and <laughs> all around enter- <laughs> I, d- I don't know about that, <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> but thank cool, you that. very much yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you for talking to us, to us today thanks for having me it's been Take lovely bye bye <laughs>